Have you ever thought how does an effective onboarding journey help improve an employee's speed to productivity? Are you confident you are doing all you can to make a new employee feel welcome? Welcome to Speaking of Success. In our series of podcasts, we want to tackle real life issues that your business may face. I'm Vicky Shelton, the founder of Success Recruit, and I'm joined today with Cameron Scorer. In today's episode, we discuss how you can get the best from your onboarding journey. So Cameron, so many people are of the opinion onboarding is something that you need to think about when a person starts in your business, when reality is it should start a lot earlier. What are your experiences around this? Yeah, it absolutely starts sooner. Um, I, I think it starts right at the beginning of your recruitment process and, and how you're introducing a, a role to a prospective employee. Um, are you setting their expectations? You know, Are you giving them a full flavour of, of what that person's coming in to join and what those first few months look like because when you're setting those expectations you're giving a clear message of how you can shorten that speed to productivity um, from first day to the first three months their first six months yeah yeah so having a clear understanding before a company's even shortlisted candidates for a position is what you're saying absolutely um it comes back to what your requirements of the job are and Um, how you're laying out what this person's going to do. Um, And then when you get to interview stage, so once you have shortlisted, that candidate's read the job description and you can talk more in depth around, you know, what actually those first three months look like. And then it's looking at the bigger picture, um, especially for the long term and how you're making that person feel comfortable joining the business is potentially going to affect how they succeed for the business longer term. Yeah. So what are some of those longer term effects? So firstly, I think the the new employee will settle into that team a lot quicker um, and feel feel more comfortable. Um, But also the the wider team, when you have a new employee come in, that changes the dynamic. So, um, you know, it's making them feel, uh, you know, comfortable as a, you know, as a team member uh, as well. Um, And when you improve that speed to productivity as well, that can have greater impact on the on the business um so for example like the the easiest one to tell you about is uh when you're hiring for a sales uh, team member Mm -hmm. when you don't have someone in that seat you're losing money you're losing potential revenue opportunities um and when you have someone join it takes time for them to ramp up and build those connections so actually you know that ramp up period the quicker it is the the more chance they've got of bringing revenue in but also when you've got the other team members who sit there and spend time with that person that's potentially time off their desk as well and you know that opportunity for them to make revenue so it can have impact from that so you know the benefit for for that longer term would be to to really reduce that time Um, and then it is about the long term so ultimately this all comes into retention and revenue opportunities for for a business So no one, um, Cameron, wants to ever recruit someone that doesn't work out. You know, the time and the investment that's put in from both parties um, is really important. And I think having that really strong onboarding process is key for um, that to eliminate any problems moving forwards. Let's give an example here. We are um, at interview stage with a candidate. 
and we have decided to offer, but they're on a three-month notice period. Yeah. How do we look at keeping that person engaged from that offer to their first day in their new employment? Yeah, I think there's actually loads of little things that you, you could be doing during that time to keep them engaged. I think firstly, you've got to consider what your process looks like from them. So, you know, how are they receiving the contract? Does it look organised? Is it professional? Yeah. Um, are you getting it there in a, in a good time? It all has a significant impression to that employee in terms of how they feel about your business. Yeah. Um, but then there's little things that you could be doing. The idea is to make them feel as comfortable as possible for their first day. So it could be like an introductory postcard, for example, where everyone signs it to say, we're looking forward to you starting. It could be a team lunch, mm. um, you know, going out and getting to know everyone and, and um, you know, giving that person the opportunity to meet their, their colleagues and co-workers. Um, and then you can look at things that might actually help them when they do join. So, you know, if there's any reading that they can be doing on, on certain topics or, you know, if there's anything that you can send them um, about their, their job or the company um, that could help them for their first day when they join. Yeah, it's, it's the little things, like you say. It's so significant for someone, I think. Um, you know, three months is a long time, isn't it, from sort yeah. of start to offer. And um, I know when we obviously work with people, it's about us keeping in contact during that time and just checking in and saying, how are you? Um, you know, obviously you're closer to the start date. So it's just keeping in touch is so, so important. And as you said, just inviting people onto maybe a team lunch or something, when people start maybe in January um, and they were offered in October, maybe inviting them to the Christmas party um, just so yeah. they get to know the team in a slightly different environment. Yeah, of course. And, um, you know, as long as they feel comfortable um, at, at that party and, you you know, you're aware that they won't know people. So, you're you know, it's a good opportunity for you to help them and, and introduce them to, to certain people they'll be working with. Okay, so moving forwards to day one, what does that look like? Yeah, I, I think the first day is the most critical day in the onboarding process. I'd always recommend that an employee comes in an hour after you. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, just because anything can happen mm. within the first hour of a day. Especially um, on a Monday. <laughs> especially on a Monday. And, you know, you want to make sure that you've got all their computer set up, you know, does their desk look tidy? Mm -hmm. um, because that is an impression of, of the company. I know there's some companies that do, you know, branded gifts and things like that, that you get the notepads, the pens, the stress balls, stuff mm -hmm. like that on, on your desk. But it's not essential. Just just obviously having a, a nice, tidy desk to come into. Organized, yeah. yeah, and I think then it's a plan. Mm -hmm. It's a plan of what does that day look like? What are they going to be doing so they're not sort of sat there um, twiddling yeah twiddling their thumbs yeah. because people as experienced as people are they don't always know what to do on their first day so have a plan for them I'd always recommend that you a week before you you fill out their their calendar yeah um even for that first week just to sort of say right you're going to sit down with this person you're going to do you're going to learn about this there and we're going to do this together here yeah. so they've got a clear plan and you know, then they can start coming up with their own plans in terms of how they, they want to onboard that you can you can help guide. Yeah, definitely. No one likes to feel like the new person, do they, at the no, end of the day? Yeah. And I think if um, an employer takes that time to really 
onboard that person on that first day and like you say the first week even assigning like a buddy maybe um could be an idea yeah buddy systems are a brilliant brilliant idea yeah and and even i think as well like just to sort of engage someone a, a couple of lunches as well you know so it, because if someone's actually taking a job and it's not in an area they know they don't know where anything is so it might be quite nice just to make someone take that responsibility in the team and you know it empowers the team doesn't it and it brings everyone together absolutely if they're all involved so you've just given some great advice around um, what to do, but how does an employee actually deliver that more importantly? Yeah, so I think it's really important for you to put this all down in, in writing and put the plan in, in writing. So say, for example, you've got their first two weeks. Yeah. That particular um, employee knows where they need to be at what time to cover what area, mm -hmm. um, but also as well the wider team you know I mentioned before that a new employee can affect the productivity of the whole team yeah. because of the time that they spend with that that new person yeah. so it helps them plan as yeah. well and it, it helps them um, you know work around that so they know exactly that when they need to be away from what they're doing as well it's sticking to it isn't it as well yeah it's very easy um, for an employee to get sidetracked um, and get blinkered. So if they're very keen on covering one area, for example, they could they could easily focus on that without a plan, um, which means that another area that they need to learn during that period might not get covered off, or vice versa. They, they could spread themselves too thinly as well when actually they, they do need to focus on one particular area. And it's also why it's important to have uh, potentially a two-week plan, for example, because businesses change and priorities change very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, so if you've got two weeks and then you review it after two weeks, you can then look at new areas or if you didn't get the chance to cover that off, how can you make sure that is covered in the in the next plan? Yeah. So Cameron, how would you suggest people review the progress of a new employee? When you put that plan together, if it's possible, you want to have things that you can measure mm -hmm. as well. So some of those is, do you know how to do this or not? Yes or no. Others, you know, it might be more of a score um, that you're you're able to give. Um, so you're you're able to review it there. But I think the most important thing is to actually sit down with that person and make time for that person to understand where they are with that plan. Yeah. Um, and you know, also just asking them, how are you getting on? How are you feeling about things? Is it as you expected, um, is it different to what you expected? And just getting a, a a true understanding of what that that person is is thinking at that time. Yeah, how regularly do you think you should talk to them? I think in businesses in in general, um, things change so often that you really want to be talking to all your employees on a on a weekly basis. Yeah. But in the first you know few months, especially when someone's going through this this training program. I'd even try for daily, mm -hmm. um, even if it's just a, a passing comment of, oh, did you get a chance to speak to this person? You know, how did you find that? Um, even if you don't have the, the time necessarily to, to sit down with that person in a more formal setting. So communication is key, yeah. really, throughout this whole onboarding journey. Thank you for your insights today on the onboarding journey. Um, we always like to give people some top tips um, at the end of our podcast and I would love to hear your thoughts on what would the top three be from today's conversation. Thank you Vicky I've 
really enjoyed speaking about this because it's something I'm very passionate about, as I know we are as well. Um, I think firstly, it goes back to that setting expectations. The employee journey starts right at the very beginning of, of that moment, you know, when you're even recruiting someone um, and you're, you're setting those expectations of, of what they're coming into and what's yeah. expected of them. Um, that's very, very important for the overall employee journey. Um, secondly, I think it's about planning. So, you know, from their first day, for example, as, as we spoke about, do they have things in their calendar? You know, what are they going to do when and where? Um, and then finally, it really is about those little things. How are you communicating? Is it, is it clear? The little things don't cost money, obviously, unless you're spending on, on little merchandise and things. But actually, it's, it's talking to that person. How are they feeling about things? You know, what, what touches are you putting in place before they've joined? You know, are you, are you welcoming them into the team um, as well? So those would be my, my top three yeah. things. Okay, brilliant. Thank you. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of Speaking of Success. Hopefully we have given you some ideas on what you can do when you bring any new employee into your business. We would welcome your feedback and ask you to please share your experiences with us. Feel free to leave us a comment or get in touch via hello at successrecruit.com. We look forward to joining you next time.